Henry. Okay. <laughs> you were, were you deciding between Ryan or RK? Um. Well, at first I was like, let's, I don't know, throw a little texture into the show. Pause a little bit longer than normal. Oh. Um, but then after that, yeah, I was like, which one? Nice. Um, how is Tiger doing? Is he still alive? No, things aren't going well. I think I think he's still five over with like three holes left, maybe. But what, what it doesn't look like my bet's gonna hit. Is it too early for projected cuts? Um, probably. Ooh, he bogeyed the last one. Six over with two holes left. Yikes! My boy, Ronan Malarney. Your boy uh, yeah. shot thirty three on the front, but he bogeyed eleven, so he's only two under, which. Even then, considering his starting position, which I'm pretty sure was just last in the field, um, he's he's hanging tight at plus a hundred thousand. He's doing. He's. I feel like he's 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 doing enough. He, yeah, all you could ask for. I I changed up my strategy a little bit this week. Oh, I, I like hearing about I your took five winners before the tournament. I was just like, you know what? I'm if I'm gonna wake up and watch this golf, I need a lot of skin in the game. Um, I took Tiger, of course, because again, like if you didn't bet on Tiger to win this tournament, you don't love the sport of golf, is what I say. Um, but but so he obviously is out of it already. Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, they're both even. But I took Joaquin Neiman and I took Bryson DeChambeau. They're both tied for 14th at three under. Nice. Um, so I did three, and then uh, my boy Ronan as a super dark horse, super duper duper dark horse. Mm-hmm. Um, my three, Cam Smith, oh, second nice. place or third place, I guess, um, at five under. Colin Morikawa, mm-hmm. hanging tight, and Matt Fitzpatrick, who is also even. Okay. So Not bad. Yeah, feel. I mean, Cam Smith would obviously be the most exciting one but he's not even the best cam in the tournament right now true cameron young i don't know like i think there's a problem for golfers whose names are too normal like it's hard to stand out but this dude has been slinging it for like months now he's a really good golfer and i bet you he the amount like the percentage handle that he got was really low because he's been playing well enough that his odds weren't that high Mm-hmm. And his name is too normal for people to recognize him. Yeah, it's not Bryson DeChambeau. Right. Honestly, or half the people even... watching probably like turned it on and thought, "Oh, well, where's where's his mullet? Did he cut his mullet off?" A hundred percent. Like even Scotty Scheffler, like that really pops. You know, yeah. you're like, "Oh, yeah, that sounds like a golfer, Scotty Scheffler." Um, meanwhile, Cam Young, yeah, exactly. Cam Smith has done enough to be like. He his name's too boring too, but he's you know done enough to be noticed by people. He's got the mullet that helps him stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has a sweet accent, so that's the biggest thing. Like Cam Young's winning the tournament uh, um, right now at eight under, um, which is a just a ridiculous number to throw out there when you look at the way the rest of the field played today. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and I think it's time we at least give him a little bit of respect with our bets. And I looked, and we both have a consensus pick of the night. So let's jump into that. Um, we wow. both put in a ticket on Cam Young to be top ten. Um, it's right now is at minus one twenty. To me, this is like 
all three of these picks are like, are we sure about this? Like, that's the value that they're giving us. I think that golf has become such a value chasing sport um, from a betting perspective that we mm-hmm. often miss out on the opportunities of just like good bets. Um, to me, you're taking Cam- I gave out Cam Smith before the tournament to be top 10. I'm giving him out again uh, because it's the value is still good. Like I'm just saying, like yep. if you're late here, that's fine. You're still good. Scotty Scheffler has been playing unreal golf for what feels like a year now, but it's really like two or three months and he's in it again. And it's plus we're talking minus 150 for him to top 10. I think he's going to probably get his name into the conversation, but by the time we get to Sunday. So the fact to, in my opinion, that you can get these three bets at below minus 200 based on the way these guys have started the tournament. I love totally. And and the craziest part to me is that, you know, yeah, Scotty Shuffler is good. Cameron Smith is good, but Cameron Young has at least a three-shot lead on both of those guys, and he's the one at minus 120. There's better juice for him than those other two. So true. And, and again, it's like, okay, are you going to bet on him to win the tournament? at like I think it's like plus 500 right now or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, it's not really good value. Like, if it hits, of course, you're feeling good about it, but you're not, you're not that confident in him winning the tournament. You mm-hmm. should be confident in him taking a three-stroke lead and remaining in the top ten. Exactly. At at minus 120, that is just beautiful value. Definitely. And my plan was I'm going to take some of these underdogs. You know, I've got guys at three under at 50 to one and 90 to one. Now I just need to make sure I have a couple guys in the conversation for sure. So I did just take Cameron Young, like right before the show to to win it. Um, It was plus 850, but you get that 18% boost on a bet every day. And so you're able to boost it up to just over plus a thousand. I'll take 10 to one odds on him figuring out how to win it at the end yeah i always worry in these tournaments um just about the like how these guys are going to react to the conditions cam young got out there early today uh and just threw out a nasty round he's gonna have to go late the rest of the tournament essentially if if it goes if it goes well for him because obviously you flip it tomorrow Mm -hmm. so if he goes late tomorrow and then he goes if he's still in it he goes late on saturday late on sunday the conditions just kind of get worse as the day goes on. It gets a little more windy. I always – that's why, like, I like Cam Smith. Um, just because he's so used to playing in these conditions. Like, he is um, – I think they said he played – like, he played a lot of uh, golf growing up in those areas. So, I always worry, like, who – like, Roy McIlroy is another one where I'm just like, well, this guy knows how to play golf here. Yeah. Um, like maybe that's what I'm going to use my 18% boost on is to get a little action on Rory. I just worry about that because, you know, anyone can go out there and throw a good round out there. Um, But can you, can you make the right decision in those conditions four days in a row, especially now that he's going to have to play the late slate three days in a row. I don't, I'm not saying Cam Young can't do it, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's the, it's the, it's the things I think about. Like Colin Morikawa, I bet on him last year in this tournament just because that's what I do for Colin Morikawa every tournament. But I was worried about his ability to do that, and he kind of got pretty lucky with the conditions. But he was. So, you know, he was able to, like, navigate the golf course and make smart decisions just time and time again. And that's what what winning uh, an Open championship is all about, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's why, like, looking through these odds right now, it's hard to figure out what to do. 
because I mean, you've got Rory who's two shots back and it's so easy to say like, yeah, he's, he should be the favorite. He absolutely should be, but does he have three times as good of odds to, to win this thing as Cameron young. That's or, a three times as much as a big number. Yeah. Cameron young getting no respect for the book. Exactly. And that's why I did it. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally get it. Like it's, it's if you were to go out and put, and I'm not going to say he's going to shoot, you know, low 60s again. But if you were yeah. just to go out and put a really good round out there tomorrow, four or five under. Even uh, 70. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that that 70, he's still probably leading. But if you were to just play really well tomorrow, then he has a chance to just run away with it. Yeah. Unless, put himself in the position. Unless you get great conditions again in the morning and someone, you know, who's on the leaderboard that started late today, like a Scotty Scheffler who gets to go early tomorrow, goes out there and throws out eight under himself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do think, you know, this is, it's, it's not that it's easy to score there. It's just that there's so much potential to score just because of the way the course is set up. You do wonder if just Sunday, somebody's going to come out of nowhere and string together four or five birdies in a row, because it does seem doable. But yeah, like what you said about, just knowing how to play there, that's that's what it's all about. And it's obvious when you watch some of these guys. Like even Colin Morikawa, there was a – this was real early. This is when I woke up for the first time this morning. But it, the entire group was in these weird spots, and they're just putting from the fairway from, like, crazy distances. And it's, like, over a ridge and around a bunker. And you're just like, okay, those guys get it. That's what you yeah. do here. And if you can do that, you can do that. And I – I don't know. It's that's what makes this one so fun, especially when they play it at St. Andrews. It's just ridiculous. Like they just watch the ball roll and roll and roll and roll down the fairway. I love watching tournaments at St. Andrews. Couple things. One, mm-hmm. did you know? Did you hear what they were saying about how they they used to play the course the other way around? They used to play it both ways. Well, yeah, but now so they used to you used to like be able to tee off essentially. It just the course went the entire opposite way, which you could never do at any oh. of the courses you and I play. You no. see what I'm saying? Like <laughs> exactly. the fact that the course is so connected that you could just go mm-hmm. backwards to other greens is so crazy to me. And then at one point, they wanted to, uh, I guess you know, classic golf name here, old Tom Morris, um, yep. <laughs> was like, we should play it the other way so the course doesn't get too worn out going this way. Um, and then they started playing it the other way, and they're like, wait, this way is better, so let's just keep it this way. Well, and they both used to just do play both ways. So you'd have it was 22 holes and there was a first hole and a last hole and 10 holes that you played twice. And so you'd go all the way out and then play back down the same way. Apparently golf just got so popular that they were like, "Oh, well, can't do that anymore. It's getting dangerous out there." Hitting into each other. <laughs> they're, they're just like crossing each other with golf balls. And so then they're like, "No, we got to go one way." And so they cup, took a couple out cut it down to 18 and golf's been 18 holes ever since. Wow. Great story. Love that. Yeah. Um, it's, so, it's the best, but you talked about like them putting from off the green and stuff like that. And again, that's another thing that I really think you have to have to win here. It's just imagination, mm-hmm. which is what I think is the coolest mm-hmm. thing about watching them play at St. Andrews is like, you have to envision you, you have to envision shots that maybe you haven't hit before or you're not used to hitting on whole, you know, 
American golf courses or you know mm-hmm. uh, just non Scotch golf courses. Um, and that's again why I really like Cam Smith. Uh, so like if you if I were giving you one person to to win the tournament, I would say him. I said it before. Um, it's only at, it's at plus six fifty now. That's a down a lot from where it started, but he's so imaginative and creative with the way that he plays um, that I, I think he has what it takes. Yeah, I mean, he's right in there. It's going to be all those iron guys. Well, and the weird thing, I, I took Bryson as just a hedge because what everybody's been saying is, you know, it's going to be the iron play. Like, this isn't, it's not even about the physical part of the game. It's just about thinking about the game. It's like, where do you want to be? Where do you need to be? What risks can you take? Like, what angle can you actually get in there? Because you're not going to be able to stop the ball. So there's, it's just like a different sport. And that's yeah. why I was just like, you know what? Let's just take Bryson and see if he just hits the ball 400 yards and gets lucky and it, it works out. But yeah, it's, it, it does seem like at some point his luck is going to run out. Like there was one bunker he cleared, I guess like it went in the air one, one yard further than the bunker. It's like, that could have been a, that, that could be the difference between even in the three under he's at right now. Or yeah, I was going to say that's, that could be a seven if it plugs in the, in the lip. Yeah, exactly. And so like that, while I'm happy to have 90 to one odds there, it's like, it's, that's not going to be sustainable. It is just going to be one of these nerdy little guys who who doesn't screw things up. I don't think I can bring myself to ever again, ever, bet on a player who's on the live tour to win a major. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I, it because didn't even I cross just... my mind when I was looking through that. But I, I will say, it's the players are going to separate themselves out more. Like I didn't when I was betting on Bryson, I didn't even think, oh yeah, live tour. I was just like, oh Bryson, yep. Uh, see, I was the opposite. I like went through and I was like, live to her out, live to her yeah. out. And the main reason is like, I just think you play on the live to her if you don't actually love golf that much and you just want to make as much money as you possibly can while playing as little golf as you possibly can. Maybe. I mean, I feel like if you love golf, you can go play golf wherever. You know, just, like, but, but the but whole thing you throw the money in. Like if like if you hear some of these guys and look, I am actually not knocking these guys for getting their money. Like, get your money, whatever. Um, you know that's aside from where the money's coming from. That's a not a conversation for this podcast. Um, like I understand chasing the bag, but at the same time, if you listen to guys like Tiger or Justin Thomas or these guys who like adore the game of golf, talk about it. Their big thing is just like, well, they're just like betraying the traditions of the game. And that's yep. where I'm like, yeah, those are the guys who like love the game. Bricks Kepka talks about how he gets bored from holes uh, 11 to 14 every time he plays golf. Like he's like, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to keep my focus then because I'm just bored. And it's like, yeah, this dude doesn't love golf. He just happens to be really good at it, and he's making his money off it, which good for them. But I'm not picking those guys to win majors. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, but they have won majors before, is the thing. They have, yes, but I think they're like kind of. I feel like they're kind of like punting on their the rest of their careers from a winning perspective to just take a bunch of money and retire yeah that could be some of that also max homa has the most ridiculous shot right now it's, it's, it's like in one of those pop bunkers right off the green and he's got like if the pin's right here he's he, he has like his feet up on the side of the bunker and so he has to like reach down into the bunker and then kind of hit it away from him. it's all this stuff is oh he's going out the back of it yeah 
it's the best part i will say uh I, i've just been watching these featured groups and it's incredible because you get to like watch every single hole and you sit yep. there and there's like oh yeah so once they get up there like you've got these three levels but then off on the side they've got these bunkers and when i cut over to like the the whip around coverage it's like ah nope Oh, look, he has to hit it here. Oh, look, he has to hit it here. And you just, like, don't even get to see all of the interesting parts. I don't think that – I think that the way that bunkers are at St. Andrews are the way that bunkers should be on every golf course. Yeah. Um, like, the bunker isn't a punishment, in my opinion. And I'm not even a great golfer. But, like, I think you would you would agree I'm a good bunker player. Yeah. Um. So, like, if my ball is rolling up towards the green and the option is, like, the rough or the bunker, I want it to roll into the bunker, which I don't think is the way that they wanted bunkers to be when they designed them. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you there. Oh, we got – okay. He decided not to go off the bat. It was an incredible shot. This is, I just love this golf tournament. Yeah, it's great. All right, Hank, let's see your big three. Yeah, let's see my big three. Uh, First, Yankees minus one and a half. It doesn't matter who they're playing. If Just, just bet on the – Yankees run line. Um, they're really good. Dodgers minus 155. Very similar. Um, it's the Dodgers. They blow a bunch of money. They have a good baseball team. They're playing the Cardinals. I don't even care that much about that part, though. Um, and then Cameron Young, top 10. That's our consensor. Not much to add about that. Yep, totally. All right. Uh, let's take a moment to give a shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're right now. If you sign up, you can make a 1000 up to a $1,000 bet for your first bet and get your money back if it doesn't hit. That means you could go bet $1,000 on Cam Smith to win the tournament. And if he did, you would win um, $65,000. Is that right? No, yeah. $6,500. There you go. Right? Yeah, you'd win $6,500. Yeah. Um, but if he loses... You don't lose anything. You just get that money back in free bets um, that you can use to spread out uh, on whatever else you want to bet on. So check that out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR to get that sick deal. Uh, and make sure, <clears throat> again, that you use the code DNVR when you sign up with Draft DraftKings Sportsbook. Get in on all the fun over there. And let's bring up that disclaimer. Uh, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-522-4700. Of course, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. All right, Hank. Let's see what our dilemma of the day is. To build a tableside Caesar parlay or use a pre-cooked DK parlay, that is the question. All right. Let's see what DK is tossing out there today. Um, is there anything that doesn't have to do with baseball? Because if it's all baseball, you're going to get a pass from me. Um, well, I do think you've got to throw the, let's see, the Cameron Young top 10 in. So we're going tableside Caesar? Uh, if we were to, you know. Hold on. Let's just look at this. be the bones. There's a couple things out there that are interesting that they're offering today. Zach Wilson and the Cougars. Zach Wilson over 22 and a half touchdown passes. BYU over eight and a half regular season wins. Um, mile high parlay. Denver Broncos to win the AFC West. Colorado Avalanche to win the cup next year. And Nicole Jokic to win MVP at plus 23,300. That's a lot. Where are you seeing these? Oh, there it is. Zach Wilson and the Just Cougars. Okay. The yep. And there's the other. One. 
And then there's okay. also this one that involves Denver sports. Uh, take the reins. Broncos to have a winning record. Colts to have a winning record. Steelers to have a winning record. Oh, that's because they're new teams. Okay, I think we actually talked about that one. Huh. All right. I'm going to pass on those. So let's start cooking up our uh, our tableside Caesar. Yep. So definitely, like you said, start with Cam Young top 10. Yep. Hang on one sec. I got to get these bets in that are in my bet slip already. Oh, nice. <laughs> that way we can cook up this parlay. All right. <clears throat> um, so Cameron Young top 10 to lead it off. What else do you like this weekend? Um, I'd take that Yankees either minus one and a half or minus one ninety tonight, whichever one, whether whatever vibe we're going for here. I'll probably go with who are they playing? Uh, the Reds. Oh, yep, the one and a half for sure. <laughs> I believe the Reds became the first team the other night to come back on the Yankees, uh, after like a seventh inning lead huh. or something like that. Interesting. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Okay, um, let's look at the UFC, see if there's any names that stick out. Scroll through here. Mm. Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez. I would say go Brian Ortega in there. Okay. Um, so we're at plus 404. The Rockies already playing. They're winning. Uh, yeah. I got in at plus 150. Nice. On yep. the Padres or the Rockies? No, no, on the Rockies. Nice. Oh, yesterday, oh, a whole big thing. Had to sub in my girlfriend's kickball team, uh, but wound up going to a bar after um, um, a Mexican bar, and they had the Rapids game on. Or No, it was about to start. And so I took the best bet in sports. Draw. It's a soccer game to end in a draw. Yep. And... Uh, Combine that with the Rockies, who I think were down 1-0 at the time, plus nine-something, and it hit. Let's go. What a beauty. Ooh, are there any soccer games that we should bet the draw for? I assume the Rapids play on Saturday now, or was yesterday in replace of that? I'm I'm not – I'm – nothing. They play Saturday. They play Saturday against uh, the Galaxy, and they have a seven-game unbeating streak against them. Which Un- means draw or win. Wait, which one does? Uh, Galaxy. Galaxy and Rapids on Saturday. Okay. The Galaxy have the seven-game winning streak? No, no, the Rapids do. Wow. Unbeaten streak, not winning streak. How, how the mighty have fallen. They're five and two against the Galaxy. I the can't find MLS on this app. All right, I found it. Um, all right, well, let's take the draw in that for sure. U.S. women's team plays tonight, too, if we want to find one more piece here. I'll trust whatever you say on it. Okay, first I got to plug in this Rapids game. MLS. There it is. Okay. Rapids. What do I type in for this? Oh, Copa America women? No, CONCACAF. Oh, right, right, right. That one always gets me, too, because it's America. Right, right, yeah. People from other Americas don't yeah. like that we call it America. I know. That's the, the Copa by... America is like for the south part, and Copacaf yeah. is for the north. Weird. Wild. All okay. Right. Oh, God. USA <laughs> money line is minus 3,500. I know. It's a, 
It's going to be a challenge here. Maybe old Safemans take the minus two and a half. Where am I finding that game line? Yeah. I'm still not seeing that. Uh, Then spread, spread. down the bottom. Spread. Yep. Minus two and a half. All right, I'm in. Yep. Plus 2,400 on the bet. I've got 2,876. Oh, did you take the Rapids win instead of the draw? No, I took draw. Oh, I, I draw took, Ortega. Oh, I accidentally have Cincinnati Reds plus one and a half. Thank ah, God there that. we go. That was a close one. This that is why you have betting sure. buddies, guys. Yes. Yankees minus one and a half. There we go. Plus 2,876. Awesome. Let's do it. Hell yeah. All right. I think that's all we have today. So appreciate you guys for tuning in. Good luck on your bets. We will catch you on Monday uh, as we celebrate Ronan Malarney winning the 150th Open Championship. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.